What's going on everybody? Welcome back to The Graveyard. I'm The Graveyard Gamer and thank you for joining me for this Indie Corner review of Cat Quest. Now, I came across Cat Quest and I wasn't exactly sure what it was. However, I was very curious and ultimately I wanted to try another indie game. If you guys remember at the beginning of the year, the gaming goal was 2021. I said I wanted to try different genres out and part of that was indie games. So what actually is Cat Quest? Well, it's an open world RPG. You play as a cat in the land of Feline Guard. And look, this game is full of cat puns and also some funny nods to other RPG games, just like Skyrim. That one gets a lot of puns directed at it. So, was Cat Quest worth it? Let's jump in and let's find out. So gamers, let's talk about graphics. And this game looks awesome for its style. It looks like a storybook come to life. The map is essentially an overworld. Now what that means is normally when you think of a game and you think of what a map looks like, you know, it's a flat surface and it shows you where a lake is, it shows you where islands are, it shows you where the trees are. Well, in this game, that is what the world is. And you walk over all of that. When you walk through trees, you just kind of walk through them. It's, it's not on that ground level. It's on a top-down perspective, but you just walk across the map in a sense. This means that outside of the dungeons, there's not going to be any buildings that you go into. At one point in one of the missions, you go talk to a king and ultimately you just kind of walk to the front of his castle and it becomes transparent. You don't actually go into anything other than like the dungeons. You just walk on top of the map. Now, the colors are also like what you would imagine a kid's storybook about cats to be about. They're very bright. And honestly, I enjoy the design of the cats in this game. They all look different. They all have their own style to them, just like all the other little animals in the world. But what I really like is just so funny to see like a cat that's supposed to be super buff or a cat that's supposed to be kind of scary or whatever it may be. I enjoy that, that they all had their different looks, their own different style. And honestly, there's just a certain amount of cuteness. I can't think of a better word than seeing the different types of cats out there. So they did an awesome job with it. Just looking at the game, it would be easy to think that it's a kid's game. But the style really fits the tone of fun and puns that the creators were going for. Gamers, let's talk about the gameplay. So like I said, looking at the art style, you could easily write this off as a kid's game. But while this isn't an extremely tough game, there is a lot of challenge to this game. As I said, it is an action RPG. You have one basic attack button, and then your back bumpers and your front trigger. So those four buttons will control four different options for magic. You can end up buying up to eight different magic options. You can switch them out whenever. What's interesting about these magic attacks is they have different styles. One is going to make you grow bigger, for example. One is for healing. And then there's ones that just make you think. They attack in different directions. One magic might go up and down. One might go left and right. One might be a circle. One might be an X. And one is a trap that is in a square that if your enemy is caught in it, they just sit there until it goes away. They're just constantly losing health. And your magic, what's really cool about it, it refills with every melee hit. I like this because while everything moved in real time, you also had to go in battle and really try to figure out what worked for you. So you're going to really do a mix of melee and magic because you got to keep that magic meter built up. At the same time, you got to think about what magic you're going to use. Is it better to use an up and down attack right now? Is it better to go left or right or a circle? Also, some of these enemies, they are completely immune to magic or they're immune to melee. So you got to know which one you want to use. And here's the other thing. The magic that you get is also the magic that the enemies have and they will use it against you. And sometimes that can be tough. If you're in a dungeon and there's not a lot of room, if somebody's using a left or right magic on you, you might not have a lot of up or down space to move to. So 
you got to be very careful with the spacing and stuff. So it it actually all works together. It's a really cool system. I really enjoyed the combat, except for one enemy. They look like a, a boot or a mushroom or something, and they use the magic square trap that I talked about. The problem is, is of all the magic attacks in this game, this one I felt like you really couldn't see it coming. And they used it so often, like it was a non-stop spam from them, that you couldn't even really get close to hit the melee. Therefore, yeah, you might be able to use a different magic to kind of hurt them. However, they're just going to constantly spam that, meaning you can't also constantly spam magic because you'll run out of it. So... I didn't really enjoy those enemies. They always were a pain when you had to deal with them, especially when you had to deal with a lot at one time. And that's the other thing is sometimes in the game, if you go to a mission, because it is an, an overworld type game, when you go into, like, for example, the woods area to complete a mission, there's certain enemies you have to take out. Other enemies that are just in that world might just come floating on over and fighting you. And I can tell you there were a few times that those particular enemies that I didn't like would get involved and it would just make a boss fight so much harder. So I wasn't a big fan of those enemies. If they would have been removed from the game, I would have been very happy. Or at least if they wouldn't have had the magic trap, I would have been happy as well. Now, I've talked about how you regain magic, but how do you regain your health after a battle? It's very simple. All over the map are different towns. You just walk up to the little hotel in the town and you press a triangle. You'll go to sleep. It'll auto-save your game. And while you're sleeping, it'll sit there and it will refill your health, refill your ammo, refill your shield, whatever it may be. This is a great system because there's towns all over the map. So even when you travel during missions, or if you're on a mission, you just have to run away and go heal. You can go right back to the mission. I love that. Nothing really stops you from saving. I think maybe twice, three times in the entire time I played was I denied the option to save. On top of that, you will be leveling up in this game, and you'll level up based on completing missions and side missions. You'll have plenty of dungeons to explore as well. Dungeons are actually great for leveling up and gaining new loot. Loot in this game is different types of armor, it's different types of weapons. Here's what I love about it. They have an overall rating. But you want to be mindful because you might have a level 44 shirt on and you might get a level 38. Now naturally you go, oh, well, I'm not going to go down. However, when you look at that level 38, it might have stats where you need it that are higher than what you have on right now. For example, the actual health might be a lot higher than that level 44 or the armor or whatever it may be so it's always a nice trade-off to see which one you want to go with and it makes you want to pay attention and see what that next awesome weapon or armor might be now speaking of levels each side mission and dungeon will have a level attached to it you walk up to a dungeon it'll say level 38 you walk up to a message board in town that's where you get your side missions from it'll tell you level five level 20 whatever it may be so you kind of know okay i'm a couple up i'm a couple down this is probably right for me to play right now it's probably not i need to build on it the different thing is the main missions kind of have the same thing as well but they just don't tell you where you're at in fact at one point in the game i hadn't really started doing side missions yet and as i came up to this boss fight i mean i was getting destroyed so at that point in time, I stopped, I went, and I started just clearing out everything. I think I might have been like a level 5. I just started doing every quest and every dungeon lower than me or at my level until I beefed up all the way until I got to level 20. I just really got into the side content because the side missions are really well done. They're really fun in this game. So I really got into it, and that is what I would recommend to you players. If you play the game, as soon as you get to where you can do side missions, just start doing them. Because what I found is once I got to level 20, I went and had a decent time with that boss, was able to beat him. Later in the game, I got stuck again. I just kept doing side missions, side missions. Ultimately, as I would play the game, I'd kind of rotate back and forth. 
However, when I got to the point that it kept making a very big comment, this is the last battle, this is the last battle, I went and just did everything I could till I was like level 65. I gotta tell you, I'd imagine that that final boss is probably like a level 40 because I blew through that mission and there's like four boss fights before the final boss. So I think it would have helped if they would have had a level number associated with each main quest. But at the same time, as long as you're just trying to do the side stuff as well, you're going to have a nice stream of leveling up and things like that. So it shouldn't be a problem, but just don't ever get frustrated. Just take the time, step back, and do the side content because it's it's actually worth it. And the main story itself, let me just also point out that it's not very long. If you took out the leveling up in this game and you could literally just go mission to mission to mission, I think you'd be done with the main mission probably two or three hours. But you're going to have to do side stuff so that you can level up and be comparative to what you need to be in that game now i did have one kind of annoying thing that bugged me a few times in the game and that is the way speech bubbles work because this game is text-based it's text-driven you'll go to talk and what it is is your character says something and it's a little box you hit x when they're done speaking then the next person says something you hit x to finish what they're saying now that in and of itself is not a big deal i mean if you've ever played the yakuza games you know that they're in there all the time the difference is you can't speed through anything that they're saying. And the other problem is sometimes the developers try to bro it out a little bit and try to go for the humor, and it just got, like, a little too far. The big ones that they would do, and it was so annoying, is they would try to do the thing where maybe your character asked a question and the other character responded in a crazy way. And that would cause your character to just have a blank stare on their face. But the way you push that through with dialogue is to have dot, dot, dot. And then the other character would be dot, dot, dot. And it would do that so many times where you're just hitting buttons for a couple of minutes just to make it seem like what was said was a very awkward thing and each person was looking at each other like, uh, what? I got it. It was kind of funny. It just went on too long and they went to that well way too many times. And I thought that just kind of based on how they were pushing the dialogue through, I thought it just sunk the gameplay and it when that was going on, I'm like, just come on, let me get to the mission. So that was my big annoying thing about the game. Gamers, let's talk about trophies and fun factor. The trophies in this game are really just about completing 100%. The more you do, trying to complete all the side stuff, trying to level your character up, you're going to get more trophies. I mean, that's really what they're tied to. That being said, after about 10 or 12 hours, I was able to actually get the platinum trophy. Outside of that last grind of going from level 75 to 99, honestly, this game was a lot of fun. The last grind is tough because there's really no more side quests at that point, so it's honestly just going to the same dungeons over and over again until you're leveled up enough to get to one of the few dungeons that are high level i mean there's probably like five in the game that are above level 75 so you really just have to keep playing these things over and over again and i will tell you the very last dungeon i went into whoo it was a level 200 and it was like the simplest easy enemy type in the game but they had all the magic and it was whoo that thing was tough so just be aware of that overall though it's not a bad platinum list and it is a lot of fun for the type of game it is I honestly hope that I can play Cat Quest 2 at some point. So when it comes down to the review score, let me just say that for indie games, I do rate them on a 1 to 10 scale. However, 
It's, however, it is adjusted to reflect them being developed by a smaller team. For example, Assassin's Creed Valhalla is built by a team with hundreds of people. This is probably a few people working together to do this. So just understand that their score is different than a AAA game. But overall, at the end of the day, Cat Quest, it's a lot of fun. It's full of charm. A really great combat system. So for me... I'm giving this game an 8.75. Gamers, I would love to know your thoughts if you've played Cat Quest. I'd love to know if you've played Cat Quest too and can give me some idea of what they may have changed in that game. Let me know, thegraveyardgamer at gmail.com. Look for me on Instagram at thegraveyardgamer or on Twitter at thegraveyardg. Till next time, gamers, I'll be creeping around the graveyard.